Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's Swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day. Hey, this is Jesse E. Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Can you imagine what it feels like to be a caged bird? Day after day, you are silently being told that you can only fly but so high and only go but so far. But deep down within you, you believe you have the potential for so much more. Well, stay tuned to this message that I have to call, I Believe I Can Fly. Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of wisdom, man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Jesse Canty. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Jesse Kent with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This is episode, I think, number 46. I know that's bad. That's bad. I'm not supposed to have it, but I was so excited about getting in on this thing now. Um, and I, I didn't look at the episode, but that's all right. I got something for you, man, and I'm going to quit chapping off at the lips about this and get into it because I only have so much time to get it to you. So let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm so excited about what you have given me. Early this morning, God, now help me lay this thing down, Father, in the way that will be pleasing to you and most effective to the people of God. I pray right now, Father God, that you get all the glory out of it. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hey, I appreciate y'all tuning in again to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Again, this is your host, Jesse E. Canty. Um, And listen, I want to encourage you when you get the chance, listen, get hooked on these podcasts, man. This is word for your soul, man. And you go down, it's going to benefit and going to bless you many ways. Okay, I'm still dealing with the month of March and dealing with success, and I've been doing it in a different manner, really being led by the Spirit of God. Uh, The last episode was I'm Not Ready to Die. I'm not ready to die. Unfinished business. I really want to talk about that some more. The unfinished business. You got a whole lot more inside of you. But this one right here, I thought was going to be the title, Lord, Increase My Capacity. But as I began to develop and put this word together, I heard, kept hearing that same old song while I was writing this down. I Believe I Can Fly, the very famous song, the uh, R. Kelly song. I Believe I Can Fly. And I saw that caged bird. Let me build off of that again. Can you imagine what it feel like to be a bird uh, that's been caged and and I'm talking about every day and I know what it's like and I'm not pointing fingers at people uh, if in fact I have to point fingers at anybody it can be me allowing myself to believe uh, uh, in what, what people's perception may have been of me uh, and, I've been, and, and they're trying to make you think that you can't do what you know you can do they like to be silently and tell you to stay in this box and don't you dare think about getting out of this box. The only problem is I would be a good little bird and obey you if I didn't have these wings on my side. 
See, the problem is when people try to stop you from thinking bigger, every now and then you may believe them until you get back alone or you look up in the sky and see somebody else soaring and you look down at what you got and say, now look, I got what they got. Why I can't do or be where they're at. When you know God have given you a a intuition, something down on the inside that you says, I'm not trying to be just better than somebody. I just want to be better than what I am now. I have the potential to be better. And it can drive you crazy when you're locked in a cage. And people want you to stay in that cage and behave yourself. Well, I want to talk to you about this thing. God wants to increase your capacity. He wants to open up that door and cause you to step beyond that limitation and do what you was created to do. Listen, to Isaiah 54. I'm going to read Isaiah 54 right quick. I'm going to read it in the King James and Message Bible. It's very profound. I'm reading Message Bible predominantly. You can go back and read it for King James. Message Bible says, Sing barren woman who has never had a baby. Fill the air with song, you who never con- even uh, you who never experienced childbirth. You're ending up with far more children than all those childbearing w- women. God says so. First of all, right there, God told the, the 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 woman or the prophet to do what the opposite is normal for a barren woman to do. A barren woman don't break out in singing and rejoicing. A barren woman would weep. And she would be feeling bad and she would be crying and she would feel disgusted with herself because she is not having a baby. But God told this prophet, he says, sing, oh, barren woman who has never had a baby. I want you to react the opposite because your faith is getting ready to kick in and you have the potential to fill the air with song because you know what's getting ready to happen despite what have you have never seen come to pass to this point. This is a message to somebody who's been waking up with a yearning expectation deep down within your spirit. But you look at the right, you, you take a look to the right, you take a look to the left, you look around your situation and it seems like it's not changing. But then you go back to sleep or go back to your prayer and you begin to hear the, the, the greater and the greatness that God is previewing unto you, which report will you believe? You got to believe what God telling you to do and what God is showing you and prepare yourself. I'm talking to somebody now and prepare yourself for where you going, even though they're going to look like it's going to make you look crazy because they're going to say, what are you excited for? You excited? Watch this. This is golden right here, straight from heaven. You are excited for that which you have never seen. I know what it's like to be excited for something that I haven't ever seen manifested. But I know it when I see it. I'm excited for my my capacity, my possibility. I'm because I'm excited about what God has expected for me in the future. Verse two says this. He says, clear lots of ground for your tents. And the King James says, large place of that tent. Something like this. And says, let them stretch out the fourth of your curtains and about your, your lifting your cords and stuff like that. But in the message Bible, it says, clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large, spread out, think big, use plenty of rope, drive the tent peg deep. Oh, man, that could preach right now. Verse three, you're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. 
you're going to remember that it started out as a barrenness. You're going to need a lot of elbow room for your growing family. You're going to take over whole nations. You're going to resettle abandoned cities. This was the prophetic word to a barren nation that's saying, listen here, you need to begin to enlarge the place of your tent. Clear out your thinking. Expand your your when is it? Expand your capacity. Ooh, expand your capacity to believe and receive greater. Don't you understand that how you are now doesn't mean that you must stay that way. I can prove it to you. You was not born walking. Now you're skipping and trying to sing at the same time. So in other words, you grew to the ability where you was crawling, then you walked and you ran. Now you can skip and you can do all those kind of stuff. You can grieve, you can grow. I remember preaching one day and the Lord told me to clap my hands together and then bring them apart. And I had the people of God say, Lord, increase my capacity, increase my capacity. Perfect illustration. I want you to take me from being a coffee cup. No, let's start lower than that because everybody who listens to me know what a shot glass is. So let's go ahead and use that. Take me, Lord, from being a shot glass to a coffee cup. A shot glass can only contain about two ounces. Don't ask me how I know that. Now, a shot glass can only contain about two ounces of liquid. And a coffee cup can contain about eight ounces. Take me from being a coffee cup to a 16-ounce cup. Take me from being a 16-ounce cup to 126 ounces, which is a gallon. Lord, take me from being a gallon to being a five-gallon bucket. That is God increasing your capacity to receive. You have went, now watch this, you have went from a shot glass, two ounces, to a five-gallon bucket. These are the buckets that we grew up washing cars out of. So what you have went from, you went from a two-ounce shot glass to a five-gallon bucket, and the Lord have poured more inside of you because of your capacity to be increased or your capacity that was that could be stretched. You have the you are the only one placing limitations on where you at. In other words, you in that cage, but God did not lock you in that cage. People may have locked you in that cage. Uh, low self low self esteem may have locked you in that cage. But their locks is those doggone cheap locks. You can break that. You can break that, man. You can break that easily. You gotta ask God to increase your capacity to receive. And I'm going to tell you the sad part about it. Let's go back to the shot glass that led to the coffee cup, that led to the 16-ounce cup, that led to the gallon, that led from the one-gallon to the five-gallon bucket. A shot glass sitting at the table of a few people, ain't nothing wrong with that. A coffee cup sitting at the table of a few people, there isn't anything wrong with that. A 16-ounce cup sitting at the table of a few people, there ain't much wrong with that. Even a gallon or pitcher sitting at the table of a few people, they can accept that too. But I dare you put a five-gallon bucket at the table that's sitting there with a few people. They will make you feel, you will look silly, and they will make you feel that you are out of place. Some of you, I feel, I hear Lord saying this, some of you, you are out of place and you can feel it 
like a five-gallon bucket sitting at a dinner table. Your capacity is much greater than your surroundings. There are people who are getting drunk. There are people who are alcoholic. There are people, excuse me, there are people who are drug addicts. There are people who have lost, who have not stretched out on their full capacity because they're afraid of what, how they're going to feel or they're afraid of, of how they're going to look. Those people listening to me now, that's where envy and that's where jealousy begin to birth babies from because you see other people doing what you always wanted to do, but you didn't have, you, you didn't, you didn't face the music or face the ridicule that could come along with it. You was too afraid to do it and somebody else showed you how they could face it and now they're doing what you always saw yourself doing. Why look up and get jealous of somebody else who's flying when you got them big old wings that's unbroken, that's untethered, sitting beside you every day? Shame on you because you didn't stretch out and, 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 and increase in your capacity to be the best you you could be. I hope I'm talking to somebody. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch forth the curtains. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords. Strengthen thy stakes. The word enlarge means to grow large. It means to go beyond. It means to make room. This is what God wants you to do. He wants you to increase your capacity. He wants you to break out of that box. Break out of that cage. Man, I was in a cage and feeling like, my God, I'm limited. And that cage almost drove me crazy. It almost drove me crazy. And every time I would go back to God, God would reveal me to me who I really am. Sometimes you can sit at the dinner table and people don't even know who you really are. And the problem is when they don't know who you really are, they don't know how to receive you. They supposed Jesus to be the gardener, but he was the Messiah. And when they don't know who you really are, they'll argue with a gardener. They'll debate with a gardener. They'll disrespect the gardener. They'll make a gardener think he's nothing when he's really the Messiah. Have I been with you this long and you don't know who I am? It's people. You do you know what it's like to be around people or to lead people who don't really know what who you are or your capacity? It's either gonna convince you to stay in that cage or stay in that place of thinking less than yourself. You will not open up businesses. You will not do whatever God tell you to do. You won't even write books because the publication, the public publishing company that made you feel like you are not capable of it. You are very well capable of it. I know what I'm talking about. It means to grow large, go beyond that place. Watch this. You're not saying, Lord, I wish I could have more. That's not what I'm talking about. But you're saying, Lord, I wish I could do more. I'm talking about that feeling that feels empty. It's not that I'm competing. It's not that I want to be the bomb.com. But it's I just feel it's almost like if you go in there and you or you pick up that, that, that carton of milk, you know how much milk is left in there. Nobody pours out the last or close to the last thing of milk and then you eat in a bucket or be in a bowl of cereal and you say, I'm going to kick me some more. You know you don't have enough in there for another one. But what do you do when you have eaten that bowl and you know it's a whole lot more left than that in your tank? That's what I'm talking about. I want to talk to the people who got some stuff left in their tank at the end of the day, at the end of the week, 
at the end of all that you're doing that everybody else is satisfied with, you're not satisfied with it because you want to grow. Growth always increases your capacity. Always. As we grow, we expand our capacity and we and with expand. Listen to this. As we grow, we expand our capacity. And anytime with you have expanded capacity, guess what? It's going to come with increased output. If you're going to be a shot glass, the Lord will never call you to go uh, fill up the cups of the whole table. He'll use you in a shot glass format. But when you're a five gallon bucket, don't get mad when God send you to a a, a, a village (laughs) because you're carrying a whole lot more. Expanded capacity comes with increased output. But it is possible to increase your output, but not increase your impact. So this message is not saying just get out there and do a whole lot more. Just run yourself crazy from sun up to sun down because you can increase your output and not increase your impact. I used to pray when I preach. I said, God, God, don't make me. Lord, help me when I get up and preach. Too many people worrying about how they're going to preach, how they're going to sound, whether they're going to dance and whether they're going to moan with it. Listen here. You want to do that? Go to the club and lean with a rock with it. I come up here. Don't help. I say, Father, help me not to be uh, uh, impressive, but help me to be effective. And sometimes you are so effective where you may not be that impressive and they don't even know what you done hit them with. But that's all right. I want to increase my impact and not just my output. So in other words, to do more, sometimes you need to do different. Ooh, that was powerful. That was a bomb. I wish I knew which one of these buttons was a bomb. I had to hit that one on there. In order to do more, you have to do different. There's two areas we can increase our capacity. I read this somewhere. In your thinking and your action. I'm going to say that again, in your thinking and in your action. Let me give you a few, about three points right quick. One, stop doing only those things you've done before and start doing only those things you could and you should do or you always hope to do. Ooh, I'm going to say that again. Stop doing those things you've only done before and start doing those things that you that you could do and you should do or you or you only hope to do. The first step towards success is becoming good at what you know how to do. But once you've mastered what you know how to do, you got to begin to discover other things you could do. Doing what you've done before only increase your efficiency, but it does not do much for your capacity. See, you can keep on doing the same thing over and over. And this is this. You know, they say if you do the same thing over and over and expect different results, it's called it's a definition of insanity. Well, it's a definition out of insanity. It's a definition of a few other things that I won't, won't name too. Because all we do is repeat the same thing. I was one of those children. Please hear me. I was one of those children that my mother used to say, y'all, 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 listen, people in this house, live in this house, you're not going Halloween uh, uh, chick street. You're not going chick street. And I was get, I with that for, I was agreeable with that. But I used to ask as a little, little boy, I said, mama, why? And you know, my mama answer was, because I said so. Well, that didn't help me. That didn't suffice me. It caused me to shut up and go get, get in the bed like she told me to. But even when I shut up and went down and got in my bed, I still said, why? Because I'm inquisitive. 
I always used to ask God, why do we do things over and over and over and over again? Why are we continuing to do things that we know how to do? Oh my God. I cannot be tied to anything that we just doing it over and over and over and over. And nobody can tell me why we're doing it the same way over and over. You are not increasing your capacity. You're just, you're just making it good at what you do because you're repeating it every week or every day. So you got to stop doing what you always done and begin to do things that you could do and you should do and you hope to do. This makes sense. Doing new things lead to innovation, new discoveries, which yields new things which you should be doing. Things that likely replace those things which you've done before. In other words, when you begin to do, do new, listen to this, when you begin to do new things, guess what it does? I think I wrote this in my notes somewhere down here, so I'm probably ahead of it right now. When you begin to do new things, it sparks your innovation. In other words, it wakes up the spirit of creativity. But you cannot have a creative mindset if you're always doing what you're looking around to the right and left and everybody else doing. I hate that. I can't do that. Second point, stop doing what is expected and start doing what is unexpected. What most people never expect is to have their expectations exceeded. Let me explain it to you. In other words, this is my words here. What others define as the ceiling, you look at and call it the floor. And then you seek to go up from there. You got to have that mindset. I used to be, when I used to take my sons to play, my son to play in the AAU, and I, was, I wasn't no preacher. I probably was barely saved at that time. But I used to take my son to the basketball games and see him play at age eight and nine years old. And I've sat there in the benches, them hard benches too, man, they hurt. Sat there on them benches with my wife and my other two kids. And while they looking at Jordan out there playing, my wife can tell you what Jesse was doing. You know what Jesse was doing? Jesse was counting bricks in the wall. I counted 44 bricks up in the wall. I had to estimate how many bricks was going along with. And I started telling my wife, do you know that you can build this building if you had about 13,000 bricks? Because I always thought, what do it take to build something like this? I thought bigger. I didn't allow myself to start thinking on a small level. Stop doing what is expected and start doing what is unexpected. Think beyond your cage. Oh, I got eight minutes. Listen to this here. The third point. Stop doing things that exact. Stop, stop doing things the exact same way everybody else does them. This will stunt. This is what I put this note. Okay, I'm crawling over my notes, but it's going to make sense to you. This will stunt your creativity and rob you of your individuality. You are unique. Doing things the same old every day may allow you to be efficient, but it will never allow you to be effective. You must push past the minimum and seek to do something beyond what is expected. God has uh, God wants to increase your capacity so so your blessings can increase. The blessing flow can increase in your life. He can only use you at a certain level of your expectation. 
in these past five minutes, next five minutes, allow me, if, you, if you're lost right now, I'm going to get you back with one scripture. Well, two verses. Luke chapter five, verse four and five says thus. Now, when they had left speaking or teaching, when he, Jesus, he said unto Peter or Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toyed all night long. We have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net broke or break. This was Peter who had been doing the same thing, fishing the same way. Peter said out of his own mouth, we've been doing this all night long. Now you asking me to do something uh, and you ask and you asking me to do something different. You asked me to do what I've been doing all night long, but he was really asking him to do something different. You asked me to do what I've been doing all night long, but Jesus was really asking him to do something different. What he's been doing all night long is letting down his net. Jesus told him to launch out and let down his nets. That means that Peter did not have the capacity to receive this word that was coming from Christ. It looked like he obeyed Christ, but Christ told him to empty every net you got on your ship, on your boat. Let down your nets, plural. Peter said, okay, he launched out and let down a net, singular. So he did not have the capacity to see the blessing that was God, that Christ was uh, 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 preparing for him or setting him up for. So he did it half heartedly and put out one net. The Bible said that he, he caught a multitude of fish so much that the net broke. Some of us get excited about a breaking net. Because a breakthrough is coming and you, and you get excited about receiving something that's going to be so much you can't pull it all in. But I choose as a businessman to look at what he lost. I told my daughter and my son's name, if you want to look at it, what business get into, don't get into a business that you can top yourself out. out. I asked a barber, how many heads can you cut in a day? Some of them don't even know. That's a shame. You ought to know how many heads that you can cut in a day. And is it anything you can do to increase that other than going up on a price? If you can top yourself off 24 heads in a day, I couldn't do this job. I need to find a way to increase my capacity in everything I do. I don't want to work harder, but I want to work smarter. Peter should have dropped all his nets, but he dropped one because he did not have the capacity to receive what God was saying to him. And because he dropped one, he broke his net. That's not the big problem. You can get mended again and fix that. But you could have pulled in more than what you did. I don't want to die saying, going before God, and he said that you could have achieved more than what you did. You could have been more than what you was. But you did not have the capacity to receive it or believe it. And you believe you made every you allowed everybody else to make you feel that you could not fly. In my last two minutes, I want to talk to some people who have been questioning your ability to soar with eagles. It's not a competition. Don't you ever look at somebody else and compete against them? Don't you ever look at somebody else and be jealous of them? If you feel it down in your spirit, this is the way you put that and extinguish that. Bless that person. 
speak well of that person. It drives out that jealous spirit. Because you have to look to your right and your left and spiritually within your spirit. You have some wings that God have given you that all you got to do is stretch out on. Do you believe that you can fly? Do you believe that you can go higher in life than where you're at now? Do you believe that you can be more effective for God? Not just more impressive to people. I came to a place I don't care what people think about me. I want to be the best that I can be because when it's all said and done, I'm going to stand before God. And I want to stand before God fully developed and exposed to what he calls me to be in or to do here on earth. So I want to pray with you. Father, I pray that this word was simple to him. I don't know, God. I hope they got it. And Lord, I ask you right now, Father, that you just continue to let it stir within their spirit, man. Lord God, be glorified right now, Father, and even allow them, Father, to look out this cage and have them in. Father, we rebuke that cage in the name of Jesus. Turn the voices down on that cage. Allow that cage that got their mind trapped to loose them right now. Let them fly. Let them fly beyond, beyond that cage. We thank you right now, God, allowing their mind to be free. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I believe I can fly. How about you? See you next time. Be blessed. Hey, this is Jesse Canton, man. I wanted to just say before you listen to this podcast, thank you for taking the time to download this podcast. Listen, I need your help. If this podcast have ever been a blessing to you, drop me an email. Let me know. Give me some feedback. This podcast is heard in over 59, over 60 countries and over 860 cities. Drop me an email at Jesse Canty, J-E-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I want you to let me know how it's been a blessing to you. Maybe you want to donate. If you've been blessed by this thing, you can donate at uh, Jesse E. Canty on Cash App or even Zell me or at least pray for me. Do something to help a brother out. I want to tell you thank you again and I hope this episode bless you.